Product Podcast is sponsored by Untamed Publishing, Anchor FM, Women of Vision, KD, MB, Tyler Landscaping, and Author Exodus Morning. Thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters. JC, author, content creator, and live streamer. For books and more, visit my website, www.jctheauthor.net. For my live streams, such as my author interviews and the Three Headed Monster live streams, please visit me on IG and Twitter at JC Storyteller. Also on YouTube as well as Facebook, facebook.com backslash JC the author. Salute. Welcome to GCU Author Interviews. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast. I am your host, Untamed, and as always, it is a pleasure to join you guys week after week with our lovely guests. And of course, as you know, I do have my lovely co-host, Crystal my love of books on with me. How are you doing, Crystal? I'm great in yourself. Hello, everybody. I am doing fabulous this good Tuesday. Yeah. Getting ready to round out the year. But before we get started, you guys, you know, I always have, I always have to get the particulars out of the way. Got to pay the bills. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, it's always important to make sure that you pay your bills. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you guys... Get Caught Up Podcast is hosted by Untamed Publishing. Allow us to help you unlock your unlimited writing potential. If you are an aspiring, new, or even seasoned author, head over to www.untamedpublishing.net for a variety of publishing services available to you, such as synopsis writing, proofreading, or editing. And also, that is where you can sign up for author interviews. And author interviews... um, submissions do reopen on December the 12th so that is awesome news cannot wait to get those in we also would love to thank our sponsors MB, XO, Keanda Denae, Exodus Morgan, Women of Vision, Tyler Landscaping, Jones Pressure Washing and Lawn Care and me and my son's Lawn Care Services thank you guys so much for your quaint continually (laughs) 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 and also it is you know what December so as always and especially this December because we won't be on air again until the end of the month so I have to get it out of the way happy birthday to all of our listeners all of our authors I know happy anniversary (laughs) happy book release because there's going to be a ton of them coming out yeah and Merry Christmas, because you won't talk to us again until after Christmas. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, all of you got to get all of that good stuff in. I want to wish you all of that. And, uh, hey, even myself, I got a book release coming out in December. I keep forgetting about it. But, yes, I yeah. have a book release in December. <laughs> so, yes. 
to all of my authors. You know, it's nothing but love. And if you do have a December release or a Christmas release, you know, hit up Get Caught Up Podcast on Instagram or on Twitter and let us know so that we can post about it and share it. Because I love a good Christmas read and I am sure everyone else does too. So make sure you hit us up. Yeah. But I... Crystal, tonight we have a our wonderful final guest of the year, <laughs> and I am going to read her bio and then welcome her onto the show, you guys. And uh-huh. I, yes, I am talking about none other than author Jodea. Jodea is a cross-genre author of romance, suspense, crime, and mystery thrillers. Raised in both Washington, D.C. and Prince George's County, Maryland, Jodea attended Boyd State University in Boyd, Maryland, as well as St. Paul's College in Lawrenceville, Virginia. She is also a registered nurse and member of Chi at a Fact. By Sorority Incorporated. I can get that out right then. <laughs> Jodea began her literary journey in 2008 after much encouragement from her family to chronicle her past experiences. She says her inspirations came from recalling past experiences, adding an element of fiction and a shocking twist, then lets the stories write themselves. Some of her favorite authors are Stephen King, Robert Parker, Iceberg Slim, and John Less caught. I probably murdered that. <laughs> Every situation in her novels is based, in fact, with fictional backstories. However, there's always a lesson to be learned in the end. Jodea's novels have been reviewed internationally in countries such as South Africa, India, and Palestine. I know my stories are interesting, entertaining, and insightful. My novels have stories within the story, she says. Because this society is one of instant gratification, my novels are quick reads. I don't empty useless trivia or insignificant narrations to simply fill pages. I love to keep my readers pulled into my stories by appealing to their five senses. What are the characters feeling, smelling, hearing, etc.? I get right to the point and pounce. I try not to give the reader a chance to put my book down. 2021 Author of the Year nominee by ACHI Magazine, Jodea is currently set to begin a public library book tour where she would donate copies of her works to underserved libraries in Central Virginia. Additionally, she will be spearheading the novels by Jodea LLC, Individual Excellent Scholarship in January 2022. Soon to release her fourth literary work, Jodea says she is looking forward to the time when the author can take care of the nurse. Welcome to the UP Hot Seat. Jodea, how are you doing this evening? I yeah. am wonderfully, wonderfully blessed. Yes, you Thank are. Thank you for having me. You are oh my God. welcome. That bio was everything. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm just over yes. here like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, you you were giving it. You were giving it, serving us in this bio. I absolutely love it. I, I love bios that let us, make us feel like we know the person behind the pen, you know? Right. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. You definitely delivered on that. And I will say, you know, because we learn why you became an author through your bio. But what stood out to me was that you are about to spearhead a scholarship program. So Mm -hmm. I want to just dive right into that. Can you tell us more about that and what's that about? Because this sounds like something that's going to be so amazing. 
It is, it is. And what it came from was when I was nominated for the ACHI Author of the Year, one of the questions was, what are you doing for your community? And okay, I belong to a sorority and it is to, um, it's a, a sorority of black nurses that we go around to our community and every month we have a different thing that we do. But I, I like helping people. So I wanted to do my own thing and I've always wanted to do something philanthropic, but I'm like, I always thought it was only for rich people. Ooh. So, I was just thinking one day because I'm a, my husband collects watches and I collect purses. And I was just thinking to myself, these purses are sitting here on my shelf. And some of them cost lots of money. And I'm like, I can forego a bag and do a one-time book scholarship for, I was gonna do it for a thousand. And then my husband was like, well, why do a $1,000 scholarship and help one? where you, maybe you can do two $500 scholarships and help too. That's right. So I'm like, you know, for the cost of two handbags I may have, I can forego a handbag and help somebody go to school. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. I and love that it. It's always the hardest to get. Yeah, and it's like, you know, we don't think about, because, I mean, there's so many scholarships that are out here that are so cheap and they add up. Because um, mm-hmm. one of my daughter's classmates, she got nine scholarships and because she went to a place called weirdscholarships.com. She got a scholarship for $300 for being left-handed, got a $500 scholarship for being less than five feet tall. I mean- Oh, wow. Yeah, they have these scholarships. I'm like, where did you, what? A scholar- I said, what? And she was like, yeah, she was like, they're out here. And the money just sits. And then I just figured- well, if they can do that, then I can do that. Because, I mean, right. $500, you write about now, a laptop and a printer. It sure will. Because but. some people, you know, they get to college, but then it's those little incidentals that come after you get moved in, you get your tuition, you get your room and board, you get your bed in the bag, and then it's those little things that come up last minute. Like when you go to your class and okay, I need a scientific calculator. That's on exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? that's what I was just about to say because you could ask any college kid, and, and I still even remember those days myself. And I'm sure you do too. Mm-hmm. You may have had the money, but then when it was time to buy those hundred dollar books, and you got four classes. Okay, right. are, are oh. these real prices? Are these bulk prices? Right. Or one? Oh, book? why can't? Write the book up on the um page, you know, on the board, and let me take notes. Because yeah, they were one, time, one class I actually had to do that. I'm like, because the book was literally sold out. Oh, and no. I remember my professor when he saw me taking notes diligently like that. He started talking slower. That was so nice. I, yeah, and uh, so it's like he eventually was like, okay, well, she's not, you know, pulling my leg. Right. I mean, it's just those things. I mean, five hundred dollars. You know, when that meal plan run out. Right. It's just all of those little incidentals. It's like we work so hard on getting there. You know, that five hundred dollars, that three hundred dollars, that stuff will come in handy. I mean, now laptops and printers are part of your school supplies. I mean, when I was going, really, you know, eons ago, you know, the biggest thing was what a a typewriter. Mm -hmm. You know, so. 
you know, I just figured I just every little bit helps. And then I had to sit down and figure out, okay, well, what is the eligibility? And so, of course, because I'm HBCU made, that's one of the prerequisites. Okay, I like you know, that. You have to be accepted at an HBCU. Now they have, you know, early decision letters. So mm-hmm. we'll be opening up and then you have to be um, majoring in business, you know. Okay. So you have a business major um, or, of course, a journalism major, some, anything like that with STEM. Okay. Entrepreneurship, anything like that, you know, that's really what we're pushing because really 2020 has been like COVID has really been deaf to the middleman with all of these businesses popping up. Right. Entrepreneurs everywhere. So that's kind of, I'm all for that. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And, you know, and that's really just the wave of the future, you know, Mm -hmm. what we kind of grew up with as far as things that were, paying out you know and being good careers when we were coming through it's just not the same you know journalism stem all of those things are this is honestly where the money is you know if you're Mm -hmm. if you're looking for a you know a nine to five or just to have a nine to five even supplement you know Mm -hmm. your your side Mm -hmm. your Mm -hmm. side entrepreneurship so you know it's the wave of the future so definitely we have to encourage our kids especially you know um to dive into those careers and it's a lot out there and it doesn't take a lot for a lot of them to be making you know six figures in it you just have right. to know the right programs where it goes you know i and i'm gonna stop slow down because i when we start talking about education i'll get on a rant yeah i'm such a stickler about education i really am i know mm-hmm. you know people nowadays are you know against it but i just i believe in it for the knowledge of it because right. it's just certain things you're just not going to get unless you go to college for it and you take those you know key courses that help yeah. propel you into what you need to do even if you venture off and do something else the right. business right. side of it you can have under your belt so yeah. i'm such a stickler so that's why i was so excited when i saw mm-hmm. it and i wanted to talk to you about it and just find out more about it yeah um, we'll, we'll be posting other. it up and then we'll um we'll be opening it up in uh the middle of january the um applications will be accepting them Oh, okay. Absolutely. Yes, please let me know. I will definitely share. um, Yes, as well as I will. Because that is super amazing. And I absolutely just love any chance that our youth get to be able to help them further, you know, their Mm -hmm. educational goals. Because that's what it's all about. And so... Now, you know, also, you were saying that you were getting ready to go on a public library tour. Yeah, so I'm excited tell, about that Tell us a little bit about that. Where are you <laughs> heading to and um, where you donating books to and all of that um, good stuff. I'm excited now. I'm going to have to go to Virginia. Well, <laughs> I mean, any other libraries that's kind of local, you know, um, I just thought about because where I live at, I, when I drive to work and just 
doing um, my nursing, when I was driving around, I was seeing a lot of underserved areas in the um, Richmond area, uh, Petersburg, uh, Southern Virginia, Southern Central, like uh, Waverly, places like that where the libraries aren't as, let's say, automated mm-hmm. as, you know, our, met- our more metropolitan ones are. And what I just started doing, I just started calling and emailing and I said, well, yeah, I can, can I donate my books? You know, a lot of times I got, huh? <laughs> I want to come and I'm a published author and I want to come and donate my books. And then they was like, you mean the sale? And I'm like, I don't understand what you don't understand. I said, donate. And they were like, you free. I guess they don't get lots of calls like that. That says, hey, I just want to donate my books to the library catalog. So um, believe it or not, the first one I heard back from was uh, Petersburg Library. And they were like, um, yeah, come in, yes, any day, please. We'd love to have you. And what I found is a lot of libraries have a local author section. Yes, oh, they wow. do. Oh, yeah, yes. I didn't know that. I did not know that because they kept like, well, where do you live? And I'm like, okay, I'm located in Petersburg. They was like, oh, well, then, you know, I have, um, you can come on in and you could go right to our local author section and then... It was weird because when I contacted Richmond Library, I was looking to donate to um, one of the, they have a library in a housing project and I wanted to donate there. And I guess after reading all of my stuff, they were like, well, can you come to the main library and set up a table? Oh. So yeah, so I'll be coming there on uh, the 18th. And so I'll be set up and then they were like, you know, you can just sit out there and it's like free advertising for you and you can sell your books. You can sell whatever you want to do. And then um, you're free to donate. You can donate your books to any library in the city that you want. You you know, if you want more than one Um, in Rico County, uh, they got back to me and they, that's like everybody wants me to do a WebEx. They was like, you can do a WebEx and then um, donate. So I guess I have to perform first and then they'll take it. And at first I was against it because I'm like, why do I have to do all this to donate? But that's free advertising. There you go. There you go. It works out both ways. And um, any library that that's open to have me, I'd love to come. I've reached out to a lot of them and I'm getting responses back slowly but surely, you know. But for the most part, I'm hearing you just walk in. So I'm open. Yes. And that's what I love about the library. They um you know, it, it, that's really like a little a niche that is really um overlooked. Because the really first thing, is. you know, you think library, you think borrow, and nobody really, you know, puts any stock into that. But mm-hmm. library, we have to, sometimes you have to go back to the basics, and libraries mm-hmm. are, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. still a huge fundamental base. Because everybody there reads books, and they talk mm-hmm. to different people all the time, and all they're going to do is recommend books to people, you know? <laughs> Even and that's true, true, but it's still a lot of people. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for COVID and the schools having to send home the laptops with the kids, 
Mm-hmm. Aside from school, they don't have any other outlet. You know, every kid doesn't mm-hmm. have a PlayStation. Every kid doesn't have cable. Right. So sometimes the, what I've seen just sitting in the library and watching, the library is all they have. Mm-hmm. And some of them actually love reading. Yes. Like my nephew, oh my God, he he was like a Harry Potter like a Harry Potter head. Like, yeah. he could read <laughs> that thick book in like a day and a half. He'd had the whole, those thick books, he would have them read. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was a bookworm. And he's like, can we go to the library? You know, well, most kids like, well, I want to go hang out. You know, he's like, can I go to the library for some extra credit homework? You know, that type yes. of thing. But I noticed when I used to go with him, it's lots of kids that have nothing. And I'm like, well, if they want to learn, you know, about themselves, you know, read one of my books. It's not, you know, one of those shoot them up that people automatically assume when they so, see a book. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. These are professional people in professional, relatable situations, one that you may be able to relate to mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. learn something from. So, that's why I figure, you know, you can go ahead and, you know, it puts a positive spin on people that look like you and me. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I am just so excited about that. I know that you will be successful on your book tour and I, you know, I cannot wait to you can share about all the different libraries you've donated to. That's such a wonderful venture. Yes, that is. And, you know, it is really serving another way that you're serving your community, you know, along with the scholarship. So you are doing awesome and amazing things and I know that it will be blessed and it is going to be favorable onto you because mm-hmm. you know we don't we don't always get a lot of people who who like to do that type of thing so you know by you being a published author you just never know who else you're going to inspire through what you're doing so but I know that you're going to touch a lot of people a lot of, and hopefully a lot of young folks <laughs> I, hope so. I hope so I hope so that's the main thing about business that we have to get over what people, small business owners don't really understand is like, you know, when I tell you I'm giving away, we're like, why are you giving away all of those books? You got to pay for those. Yeah, but when you run a business, part of it is you got to do that. Well, <laughs> right. you sure do. You know, you got to give away some of your product. You're giving away too many. I'm like, no, I'm not. It'll pay off in the end. It sure hey, will. Let me tell you something. I, and, and I share this openly. Um, it was something that I heard. Um, and it's something that he has actually openly said, so I don't feel bad about not saying it because people don't understand unless other people who actually made it open up and express different things, you don't mm-hmm. know. So I tell people all the time, it's like, when I find out something, I'll share it. As long as it's public information and I can, I will. Mm-hmm. You know, when they say about giving out stuff, you have <laughs> you have to understand that a lot of people who didn't get as big as they did is because they invested a lot in themselves and they gave a lot away for mm-hmm. free because Charlemagne the God on his first book he was not a New York Times bestseller what he did was he bought $20,000 worth of copies of his book and he went out all over New York passing his book out for free mm-hmm. for free free see and that's <laughs> what you have to do that's that's another way I mean it's not free advertising but it's a way to advertise because if you're giving something to me I'm going to want to go ahead and be like oh well, let me go ahead and get the next book or let me go ahead and do this. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a definite good idea to do it. 
Exactly. And then it, it spreads word of mouth. It spreads literacy. It spreads word of mouth. Yes. Because you're going to be excited that somebody gave you something. You're going to read it. And then if you're a reader, you were, you know, and you like to review, you're going to review it. And then mm-hmm. you're going to, if you like it, you're going to come back. That creates an instant, mm-hmm. you know, connection, connection. you know, yes. with whomever, you know, you're reading. And then they tell their reader friends if they are readers. And, and it spreads like wildfire. So, you know, never be afraid to just say in admit or just go out and do stuff like this to give mm-hmm. out free mm-hmm. stuff or give out free advice because you just never know that is gonna pay back tenfold Ten- i yeah. promise you that <laughs> that yeah. is guarantee well what i am going to do right now is we are going to take a quick break you guys as it has been so much fun you know just getting to know all of the different ventures that you are doing jodea but we got to get into the reason for the season and that is sunday christians and i'm excited to talk about this so when we come back you are going to read us a snippet and then we will dive right on in into the book sunday christians Mm -hmm. All right, you guys, we'll be right back in just a moment. Untamed Publishing has partnered with Katie Creatives to present to you UP pre-made book covers. With over 200 covers to choose from, we're sure you'll find exactly what you need to fit your author needs. Just visit www.untamedpublishing.net. Looking for a place you can get something for everyone? Butterfly Spirit LLC is a boutique that has you covered. From apparel, accessories, health and wellness products, and even custom design press-on nails. Visit us at ButterflySpiritLLC.com, where comfort meets a piece of style. We all know reading is fundamental. When you visit KB's Bookshelf, you can find books in multiple genres to entertain and educate. Writers can even find literary services of value to their success, like our ever-popular Manuscript Critique and Book Review. Reading allows us to escape, explore, and share our experiences. I hope you'll visit us today at www.kbsbookshelf.com and allow us to take you on your next adventure. Hello, 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 and we are back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As you know, we are with author Jodea. We were talking about her ventures with the public library and her soon-to-be upstarted scholarship program benefiting some youth that are going to be some HBCU attendees in business and STEM. And now I'm going to open up the floor to her to read a snippet or rather the synopsis from her book, Sunday Christians. So Jadea, you have the floor. All right. Sunday Christians by Jadea. How far would you go to keep a secret? Newly minted millionaire Xavier Wilson has spent his life playing by the rules. Always be a gentleman, be respectful to everyone, pay your dues, and keep God first. Having followed these rules to live by has netted Xavier all of his needs and wants, except a family. 
that is, until he meets Fenice Gordon. The beautiful Miss Gordon is an ambitious, up-and-coming paralegal who has worked hard to put her past behind her and build the life she's always pined for at the prestigious law firm of Williams, Green, and Dunbar in Washington, D.C. At this point in her life, a man was the last thing she was looking for. A series of chance encounters has finally brought Xavier and Fenice face-to-face once more at Greater Horizons Baptist Church in Landover, Maryland. Ever the, ever the hopeful romantic, a smitten Xavier impatiently does his best to sweep Fenice off of her feet and into his arms. The attraction is mutual and their romance quickly blossoms. However, just like all good things, they must come to an end. Unbeknownst to Xavier, Fenice's past has caught up with her at greater horizons and is threatening her relationship, her lifestyle, and reputation. In what seems like the blink of an eye, Fenice quickly goes from the woman of Xavier's dreams to the nightmare he'd wish he'd never met. While enduring this volatile and sometimes violent relationship, Xavier learns that behind some of the masks of smiling faces at greater horizons lie tangled webs of deception, causing him to question his life choices as well as his fate. All I can say is... (laughs) That last sentence, causing him to question his life choices as well as his faith. You know, always growing up, people who are in the church, something can happen and it will test their faith. Mm-hmm. What made you want to put some, like put that in the book close to it, you know, or give us an example of it? Because it just that, that thing, it was weird because... I remembered when I was writing the story, I remember a long time ago, my mom, I woke up one morning, my mom was upset and cause she was really into church. I'm not going to say what the church name was, but she said she had a bad dream. And I was like, well, you know, I'm ear hustling cause you know, grown, you don't get in grown folk conversation. Right. But she said she had had the dream. She was in church and sitting on the pews instead of there being people, there were snakes coiled up Mm-hmm. sitting like they were sitting instead of people, people. it was snakes coiled up sitting on the pews mm-hmm. and she said there were some faces that were actually people but then mm-hmm. the rest were these snakes sitting up on these pews and she was like I, I, I just woke up and it just unnerved me so and so when I started writing about this young man and making him when I say follow the rules and be respectful yeah, yeah. in the church, you know, cause I don't know where men got this thing that if you find a good girl, you find her in church. I don't know where that came from. Hmm, I don't but, know what it came from But yeah. I kind of blended the two. I thought about, I remembered that dream and I was a kid. I remember that, but that always stuck with me. And, um, I wanted to, to, you know, with that, that's why I, in, I put that in there because it's just so much stuff happens in the church yeah. that you would be surprised. But I took it from, I always want to make my books different um, because most Christian books or books that have to deal with the church is always about the first family, the first lady, the, 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 the head pastor. I kind of reversed it this way. This is more from the congregational side. 
right okay you know, what's okay. going on in the congregation i can't give away too much but another thing was is when i'm we're talking about black romance i wanted to do something different because most romance novels is the woman has been wronged and you know the man ain't nothing he ain't gonna be nothing he treated me wrong and still i rise well i wanted to make it different like a tribute to the guys like there are really some good guys out here it really and is made him fault free so I do have a lot of guys come to me and they say you know I love this book because for once it wasn't my the man's fault no it wasn't <laughs> she was a, that lady was that famous was a, well Phoenice was a mess mm-hmm. the way you spelled her name because I'm big on spelling names weird and different so I definitely like that but yeah she was a lot and I like you said I was going to ask what inspired you so you kind of answered but I like the fact that you like you said you made Xavier like men that people don't think really exist so yes. that was a great thing as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I actually had I had a lot of experience growing up i had five brothers and i had 10 uncles and oh wow my grandfather i used to go to my grandfather's barbershop so it was every kind of man and i've got to see women do some horrible things Mm -hmm. you know and and just hearing their conversation and their perception and their wants again ear hustling as a kid um that just stuck with me and this particular situation part of it actually happened to someone i know okay so what that that, that's a lot right there so her troubles and her past you Mm -hmm. know where, where did you get that inspiration from and why did you decide like you said you decided to write xavier as men that people don't think are really out here but you know, with Phineas, what made you come up with the, you know, her storyline and her ideas, the ideas? Uh, you know, her, her story kind of got away from me. I just, it was, <laughs> after <laughs> was like, like, let me add a little twist and let me add another twist in that. Right. We'll add even another twist because that past that she had, I knew girls that did that because in D.C., Back in the day, there was really something called Tuesday Night Locked Doors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was born and raised in D.C. Yeah, so you know about Locked <laughs> Doors. So, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Um, I just threw that in there for a twist for the Locked Doors. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I, that was another thing, too, when I'm writing about D.C. And I'm saying, I'm, I'm real funny about my city. I, I, we I were talking like about it to be ill-represented. Me either. So what I'm doing when I'm saying stuff and the way they're talking, I, this is authentically DC. I sw- we just had this conversation. Literally, just had this conversation, Crystal and I. That's why this is so hilarious. Yes, we did said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm talking about Kentland. I'm talking about you know the big chair. I'm talking, you know, those land that other side yes. of DC that only people from DC would See, know how to make it authentically DC. Yes, and I'm actually up here. And when I was coming, um, we were coming past the big chair, and I was like, I should have taken a picture of it because it's just like a staple. But my mom told me when I was younger, 
my doctor office used to be right there in the brown building that's like still there and yes it's still there so and the big chair big chair is still there so my mom was like yeah when we were babies my dad got arrested and I'm like for what he had climbed up in the big chair and fell asleep he climbed up in the yes. Wow. I always wanted to do that. Because didn't they have a little ladder on the side at one time? It been eons ago. I could have sworn Because they've redone the big chair because it looks a little smaller to me. It looks smaller. And it looks like they put like a plaid covering on it. Because, you know, it was always like, and then it was at night when I saw it. So my eyes at night ain't the best. But it always looked like like the little brown chairs with the white cushion that said that your mama's fancy yeah, diet. Yeah, the, the first cushion was cloth, so y'all can see that they had to get rid of that. Right. When they when they put it back up, the actual chair itself looks smaller, but I'm like, I could be tripping maybe because I was a kid when I saw it and it just, right. you yeah, know, growing so up. It just, it's like, and, and I told my husband in North Carolina, but I'm like, no, the big chair, like, because he didn't say, what is this big chair everybody talking about? <laughs> Yes. And I finally took him to it. And the I'm like, it's chair. a landmark. Even when you call a cab, where you at? I'm at the big chair. Big chair. You know, and everybody know where you me. are. Where you want yes. me to pick you up? I'm at the big chair. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, it's like, you don't even have to say the street. It's just... Oh, that's what I love about, like you said, our city. You can tell somebody a landmark and they know where you at. You don't have to give them mm-hmm. the directions. They don't have to give them the address. Oh, I'm just this place. I'm at the wharf. So they already know yeah. where the wharf is. I ain't got to give you the like, It took me a long time to know it was Main Street. I'm like, I don't know. I just know how to get there. Right. Pretty much. <laughs> That's what I tell people. <laughs> I can take go like literally my directions up here is crazy because I can tell you how to get somewhere by just saying the lights. No street names. I know. Right? <laughs> None of that. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I'm taking notes because I'm not from D.C. So if I ain't worried <laughs> about it. I, you know, I'm taking notes and I'll be calling on you ladies for reference later. <laughs> yes, yes, because I'm Why? telling you. It's just those, just, you know, and I try to give lemma because, of course, these are fictional places because before it was Greater Horizons Baptist Church, it was Metropolitan Baptist Church. But then I'm like, okay, it's a Metropolitan Baptist Church up there for real. I don't want people getting no idea. Right, right. So let me change it. And, you know, I came up with it because initially, it was Metropolitan Baptist Church, but I'm like, no, that's Richard Smallwood Church. I don't want nobody get yet. No. And you, the, oh, the funny thing that you said that that was the church I was thinking about. Yeah, because I'm like, that's the first time I'm like, yeah, no, because the first yeah. thing I'm saying is what she's trying to say. So, no. I meant y'all, if, hey, if you feeling guilty, that means that that's you. So, yeah, but yeah. I mean, just to keep the, but I know what you said. I'm like, I ain't even got there yet. I'm not trying to get canceled before you. That is I true. Don't read that book. <laughs> yes but that I mean like I said I love the storyline the, the plot like it was it was a lot it was definitely a lot and it was well written so what made you go like writing about being in the church like like you're saying I mean you did pull the romance piece in it too but just mm-hmm. also the piece the Christian piece in it so what made you go that route just like I said, going off of um, my mother's experience at the church, she went to up there seeing some of the things that I've seen in churches just going around and, and have because my grandma, she would she used to take me around to different churches. So mm-hmm. just seeing the different things and just I'm a I'm a big people watcher and I've always been a people watcher ever since I was a kid. And so that's what really made me get into bringing it into the church. And then it kind of just, 
took off from there because you remember there's also some other characters that had experiences in the church that made them feel some kind of way about the church as well. So it's all of those. Those are things that are going on in the congregations of these mega churches that pastors are not aware of. Mm -hmm. Why you may be losing members and you don't know why because you're losing touch for for the whole situation here. You know? Mm -hmm. Right. That is true. Not trusting your gut as the head pastor. You know, gotta trust your gut. I tell right, you, you wasn't all the way so, like he said, you know, I wasn't even feeling you in the first place. Let <laughs> <laughs> split up in here anyway. Talking, you know, I can't give away, you know, we're not giving away too much of the book. But if right. you read the book, you know, when he got into it, you know, at the end, he was like, you know, I never liked you anyway. Kind of pulled a Nino Brown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. That is. Never liked you anyway. <laughs> I never liked you. Anyway. Right. So what was the hardest scene that you had to write? And was there a scene that you did write that did not make it into the book? The hardest scene I had to write was when Rock called his father to tell him what happened. When Rock called Xavier's father to tell him what happened. Mm -hmm. And the mother's reaction Oh. That reaction actually happened. Wow. I to, yeah, I had to years ago when I first started nursing, um, my patient was in the hospital and I had to tell him that his daughter had passed away. Oh, wow. And that was his reaction. And it was just one I'd never, it was so, like yeah. when I wrote it, I kind of had to pause and just sit back for a minute because you're in that moment mm-hmm. you know? yeah. and then I could I mixed that with um, when my sister passed away when I was a kid we had different mothers but at her funeral when they closed the casket her mother let out this scream oh wow and it just rattled your spine yeah I can oh. believe it and if she she didn't cry or anything because I remembered like oh my god I remember looking at her like wow she not crying she just mm-hmm. and when they she just let out this wail and it just like rattled your bone it's like to this day if anybody talks about my sister's funeral they remember that that's what stood out to this day and that's when she was saying Jesus that was her. So I kind right. of sit back and, you know, get out of that moment. I had to come out of it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's that that was a lot. That definitely was a lot. I felt it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it just mm. Yeah, definitely felt it. And that's the thing I love about reading because like I really I'm there. Like every book that I read, I'm yeah. seeing everything that's happening and I love it like my imagination is huge and mm-hmm. you guys just be filling my imagination with what I be reading so I literally be there it's like oh I'm sitting in the car and it's like I'm seeing everything you know as everything right. is happening yeah I feel like it's me it's like I'm hovering over the room and I'm just seeing what's going on like right. I feel like I'm being a spider girl and I'm nosy and I'm just right. like I gotta see what's going on and so that's definitely. how 
And, and that's how I like to write my books. And I got that from um, reading the book Night by Eli Wiesel when he talked about the Holocaust. And it was so descriptive that when he talked about how cold it was on the train when they were leaving Birkenau, I actually felt, have I just didn't realize it, but I have my sweater pulled close like I'm sitting in the cold. Right. In the book. <clears throat> I remember that when I'm writing, what are they smelling? When they sit and look around, what are they seeing? You know, right. their senses. Yeah, like when she brings him to the projects to meet her mother and they open up the door and that blast of weed. You know, oh, of course. That is, smell that, that, yeah, like I've smelled that in the projects when you open up that. Right. You know, that's, and then when you get closer to the house, then you smell food cooking. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the things when you're going up the stairs. You know, yeah. those are the things. I say, what are they seeing? What are they smelling? What are they hearing? They're hearing loud music from the cars riding by. So everybody knows standing on that corner in the hood, you're seeing all mm-hmm. Yes. So was there a scene that you wrote that you decided not to put in the book? Um, yeah, because it was, <laughs> it, I had, I say I had to rewrite because I let my, my aunt read it and she was into the church and she was like, okay, I get the point, but on this, you may have to pull it back. Like it was, I can't say without giving it away. Um, right. The night they were in the basement drinking. I had to rewrite that 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 thing there. Okay. <laughs> I had to rewrite, yeah, but I had to pull back a little bit because I didn't want it to be so graphic that it right. pulls away from the point. I like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So what would you want the readers to take away from this book, from this story? Um... To know that people in the church are just that, they're people. And nobody's perfect, no church is perfect, no marriage is perfect. It's just not. And everything takes work on both sides. It sure does. And sometimes it's best not to rush. Don't rush into things. You know, he, Xavier thought he had everything. I got the house. I got the car. I got the business. I got the money. Right, right. I just need somebody to share with. Boom. She checks all the boxes. She looked good. She just, she just, see that. Mm, but you didn't really get to know her, did you? Nope. Because all things that look good don't ain't good for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, too, it's, it's like I said, there's so many stories within the stories. Um, right. You can't straddle the fence. Either you're going to be a Christian or you gonna be in that lifestyle that you want that you gave up to become a Christian? You can't straddle the fence. Pretty much. I mean, we all understand that you're working in progress, but you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta put that work in. You yeah, and this is a, and this, yeah, and then this is a really, really good point of every friend that you got ain't meant to go where you going. Hmm. I had a friend. Who used to tell me all the time. He like I feel like he's been my only friend in my life since forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I like we grew up together. We met at fifteen. I was fifteen. He was sixteen. Well, now we're in our late forties. Mm-hmm. But he used to meet like friends, female friends that I would hang around with, and literally just meet them and talk to them for a little bit. And then he'll like call me the next day or talk to me later, be like, "Yeah, that's not your friend." 
Right, yes. And yes. everyone he was right about. Every last one of them. Yeah. Because, I mean, even when you, you read about, you know, in the book, old girl, you know, hey, mm-hmm. back when? And then really, if you read, like, hmm. I didn't like we both started over here, but right. you made it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you made it. I didn't. Right. And it's and like, the- she trying to do right, but the devil always going to throw you that, that curveball. Let's sure see, will. Let's see how how right you really gonna be. Mm-hmm. Better learn to do the matrix on it and kind of no, like okay. back. I mean that's that's the only way to get rid of it. So it's it's different things. It's different. Is 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 like I say. It's stories within the story. Story, right? And I have so many people come up to me and say, like you know, it's a Christian book. I, okay. I mean, I'm like that's not what I wrote it to be. Right. But I've really, I've been at book fairs and I had one lady who was a pastor came up to me. I've been looking for this book. Yeah, it's a, I say, she's like, yeah, it's a Christian book. I said, no, it's not. She said, why not? I'm like, oh, I, I, like, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> I mean, maybe. But um, when you look at it and I talked to my mother about it and she's a preacher, she's a pastor as well. She said the same thing. It can very well be a Christian book. It can be. Mm-hmm. I, I I definitely agree with that. It can be, but that's you know, that's not what you want people to get out of it either. But like you said, it all depends on the reader. Because right, you know, the biggest debate you know is really that I've gotten is from the prologue. You oh, know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, the biggest debate is okay. Him having his accident was it an accident or was it on purpose? Right, right. Purpose. Mm-hmm. That's just me. <laughs> it was on purpose. Y'all, y'all feel it was on purpose. I'm always feeling it's on purpose. You want to do stuff bad to people. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I would say it look, it was an accident that turned into purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it was an accident that turned into purpose. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, Jordan, look, we if we sit here, we'll start giving away the novels. But I, I know, I know. Right. You cannot say it without saying it. But anybody can read the prologue. I mean, if you go on Amazon, yes. you know I don't mind the prologue. Right. Yes. Yes. That's the and it, it yeah. was definitely unhooked. So yes, yes. it was. <laughs> Because, I mean, that's what I get, even in most of my reviews, they like, well, I don't really read uh, Christian books, but this one, like, is it? I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, I, now I got to find out what happened. <laughs> right. I, I try to write it like, you know, you know, social media uh, posts. You know, when you get that one post and you're like, oh, what's going on? So you scroll mm-hmm. back 200, 200 comments to get to the beginning of what happened. Right. <laughs> Girl, get out of my life because I am that type of nosy. <laughs> <laughs> I literally sat here today and scrolled through a TikTok like four times and trying to find because I saw the part three and I needed the part two and the part one to figure out what was going on. <laughs> oh, now I would do that too. TikTok oh, would do that to you. I was yeah, like, wait a minute, I gotta find out what happened. Yes, I was like, I gotta find out what happened. 
<laughs> but, but yes, but today I tell you what, I this is what we're gonna do, you guys. Sunday Christians, it does hook you from the prologue. It and I'm telling stuff. you now, if you read the prologue, you will definitely end up reading this book. So I want you to go ahead and just tell the listeners, you know, how they can, you know, reach out to you and how they can purchase the book because. And I tell you, it start off with a bang. It absolutely does. <laughs> <laughs> well, my social media handle on Instagram is Jodea Novels, J-O-D-A-E-A-N-O-V-E-L-S. On Facebook, I'm Novels by Jodea. And we also have my website, novelsbyjodea.com, all one word. And... If you go on Novels by Jodea, you can see all of the independent bookstores that you can get physical copies in. Um, and you can also, if you're like an ebook reader, you can go on Amazon and all three of the titles are on there. Uh, Sunday Christians, we have Careful What You Pray For, and we have A Best Laid Plan. That's the newest one. Um, we have, like I said, if you want physical copies, uh, we're now on the West Coast at uh, Wynn Publishing, LLC, out in, I believe she's in Pasadena, California. We've also added uh, Next Chapter Books in Greensboro, North Carolina. We also have the I'm Book Box Mobile Book Boutique in Washington, D.C., Urban Reads Bookstore in Baltimore, Maryland, Riches in Reading, online here that's in uh maryland um uh, it's like I said, it's a whole list of them and it just keeps getting longer and longer because we love 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 independent bookstores yes we do yes yes we do well oh my gosh it has been you know such a phenomenal time talking to you and getting to know more about you and all of your endeavors and definitely talking about Sunday Christians I am just excited I need the readers to know that they will be getting a dynamic read um and don't just pick up Sunday Christians pick up our whole catalog you know uh, <laughs> definitely broaden it out and you can go direct through her or visit an independent bookstore as you said um, mm-hmm. we definitely support our indie bookstores um, they are the cornerstone of the literary community don't let nobody tell yeah. you no different yeah. Yeah. they yeah. are <laughs> they are absolutely hey Crystal I'm gonna turn it over to you so you can tell the listeners how they can find you and keep in contact Yes. I can be found on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Clubhouse, TikTok, and YouTube as My Love of Books. And that's M-Y-L-U-V-O-F-B-O-O-K-S. But I'm always awesome. on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. And if you would like to follow me, I am Author Untamed. You can find me on Facebook Twitter, Instagram, um, Clubhouse, TikTok, and YouTube under at Author Untamed. Like Crystal, I am always on Instagram. Um, and second place, TikTok. So <laughs> find me there too, um, mostly. But I will respond no matter how you contact me. 
Also, um, if you like to visit my website, it's www.authoruntamed.com. Please make sure that you are following the Get Caught Up podcast at Get Caught Up Podcast on Instagram and also on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. And if you would like to follow our host um, social media pages, it is at Untamed Publishing LLC on Instagram, at Untamed Pub on Twitter, and Simply Untamed Publishing on Facebook. Again, you can submit for an author interview at www.untamedpublishing.net through the Contact Us page. But they will not reopen again until December the 12th. So, and that will be for the 2022 year. Um, Also, we are just replaying our guests, our top three podcasts of the year made that announcement today our winners of the top most listened to podcasts were in third place author michelle mitchell in second place author monica walters and in first place audio narrator l clevedon so you will get the pleasure of rehearing their interview when they were on for 2021 for the rest of the remaining weeks in december until the very last Wednesday in December where Crystal and I will be going on IG Live at Get Caught Up Podcast and we will be bringing you our best top 10 books of 2021 at 7 p.m. I think that is on December the 29th. Yes, it is. So please make sure that you tune (laughs) in then and we will be there to give you our live and in charge discussion over the books that we like the most for 2021. But we won't see y'all before Christmas. So again, Merry Christmas. And I hope that you enjoy your family, your friends, your holidays. Take a break. Relax if you can. If not, push those books out. Especially if you got a Christmas album. We want to get it before Christmas. <laughs> so yes. there is out here. Well, ladies, as always, it is a pleasure to just be on air with you guys. This is you know a heart thing for me this is my my heart to the literary world i love talking to authors and introducing them to readers you know and just connecting keeping that connection going and spreading that love so again jordan i thank you so much for coming on and just speaking with us and letting us get to know more about you oh thank you so much for having me you are welcome well you guys that is all for tonight and until next time don't forget to get caught up good night good night good night